apartments or condos Should I rent or should I own Welcome to Real Estate After Dark. I'm your host, Larry Castleberry. And to my left and your right, June King. What's up going, June? What's up? <sighs> Nothing much. Busy. Busy. Summer coming. It is. We said that last episode. Somebody said it was the first day of summer. I was like, when? No, I think it's June. Was it June 1st? Is it June 1st? I guess some schools are already kind of getting out already. I, already? Was, I, I guess. Somebody said first day of summer, they was in their pool doing this stuff. <laughs> I'm like, well, maybe it was the first day of summer for them. I guess so. <laughs> At least I'm just missing something. I'm not ready for the summer. I mean, it's like well, 175 degrees outside. But it's it's busy for us. It's busy. I mean, it. this is like sweeps summer. Like, we are busy. Busy is good. Yeah, I like, I like it. So I do like this time of year. Though my kids, you know, they're like, I want to do this. I want to do that. So, you know, you got to balance it out. Yes. But I'm, I'm a, a little bit, I am excited about it too. So it's awesome. Yeah. I know. I don't have to do any activities in the summer no more. Well, I don't know. You're still doing them loans. <laughs> I'm still doing them loans, but my <laughs> daughter's grown. And so I don't have to do any activities. That's cool. Did you have a good Mother's Day? I did. So I want to say happy Mother's Day on air. Oh, and thank I see you. your little quick message, but thank happy you. Mother's Day to uh, you. Thank you. Yes. Shout out to all the mothers out there. Yes. Happy Mother's Day. Um, it was it's a beautiful moment. You know, I know people complain. They say on Mother's Day we get treated like royalty, and then on Father's Day, yeah. y'all get a mug. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's, or, or lawn equipment. Okay, you like that? But I'm that, okay though. with that though. <laughs> Give me a bag of fertilizer. Okay, right. I'll be all right. <laughs> you know, it's the simple things. Right, absolutely. Or they give you like some over crazy like man stuff. You know, here's a here's an oversized fork. <laughs> like what am I, Neanderthal? Okay, right. You know, <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of cool. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Well, I'm, we're celebrating episode seven. Seven. I, I like to use the word celebrate because I, I like celebrating the little bitty benchmark. So right, number it's seven. It's big. Seven. Seven. I love seven. it. One of my lucky numbers actually is seven. seven. Yeah, it's one of them. Believe it or not, I got a few. Okay. (laughs) I got a few. But I won't go in depth. No, some people have a couple. (laughs) Paul got about 12. I I, I have three. Yeah, three. Okay. It's all good. So, (laughs) I mean, should I play that in a lottery or something? No. Okay. <laughs> no. No. Because then it'll be my fault if you, you lose your money. I mean... If you lose your money, then it's going to be on you. Right. Cool. Well, let's get into this segment. What yes. are we talking about today? So, uh, we're going to talk about saving your money for your down payment. That's right. Right. Uh, that's mm-hmm. really important. So, even though you use the down payment assistance, you still need some monies, right? Of course. And so, the the four upfront fees that you need to be expecting. And so, what will be what would you say that the four things that you need to pay upfront when you? So, say mm-hmm. I, I, say I'm a buyer, right? And I go and I say, oh, this is the perfect house. This is my house, and I want to put an offer in. You took me to go see the house. I want right. to put an offer. So what do you, what's the next thing that they need to expect? Well, definitely depending on the amount of your house, you need your earnest money. Okay. And we talked about that before. We know it's not a person. So if it's a $200,000 house, I would say for a good earnest would be uh, $2,000. Right. You know, which is usually 1%. 
Correct. So I don't want people to get scared, right? So right. even when you put your earnest money down, that is including your down payment. So what they'll do is they'll subtract it at the end for closing. Definitely. So like if you have to bring five thousand dollars to closing and you put two thousand dollars up front, mm-hmm. then you're just gonna have to bring three thousand to closing. Definitely. So that's an example. And so why is it important that even though we spoke about it, just right. in case it's somebody first shine, why is it important to put the earnest money down? Because it's communicating with the seller that you're interested in the home. Correct. Definitely. So that's that's a probably the, the simplest answer I can probably give you. Another one would be being um, option fee. Okay. You know, an option fee is just basically you're communicating with the seller that you want to, you know, check out the house when it, with an inspection. You want to take it off the market and say, "Hey, I'm interested in your house." So here's maybe a hundred to two hundred bucks to do that. And do you lose that option money if you decide that you don't want that house? Well. It depends on your agent. Your agent would have to check actually the right box on the contract. So sometimes you can do it going towards the house, or sometimes you can have it refunded at closing. Okay. A lot of times, because I work on the lending aspect, yeah, they will they definitely get it refunded at the closing. But yes. I remember when I put my house on the market, and the person decided that they didn't want it, so the money yeah, they'll give you back to you. Yeah. So it, you- as long as you're in that option period, of course. No, no, I can't even if it as expired. A no, I kept as a seller. I kept the as you kept it. Yeah, yeah. of course, because yes. it's in your favor. Right. Yeah, it's definitely in your favor. Okay. Uh, a lot of the times, too, you know, if I'm on the buying side, you know, I want them to save that hundred dollars. <laughs> so, right. Right. You know, a lot of times I have it credited back to them at closing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, and so with the option money. Mm-hmm. So even though, so for example, if you have to bring two hundred dollars to closing, which would be a phenomenal closing, right? Yes. Then if your option money is one hundred and fifty dollars, then you would have to bring fifty dollars to closing. People like to hear yes. round numbers. Like of I'm course. a round number person too. Yes. Okay. Definitely. So, okay. All right. And then the third one would be appraisal for appraisal. Yes. Yes. Uh, so usually I handle that part on yes, the appraisal part, right? Mm-hmm. So after everything went through, you went through your option period. Oh, I still love this house. This house is perfect. There's nothing major that needs to be fixed or maybe some things that need to be fixed and Larry go negotiate it, of get course. it fixed. Then we're in the process. We're, yes. in, we're in contract. That right. means that you are in contract with another person that you're going to purchase their home, right? Of course, yes. And the only way that you can get out of the contract is if you get denied. Right. Because you have the option period. You have five days to really think about it. Right. So you won't have buyer's remorse Remorse, or, you know, and things like that. And and buying a home, some... Throughout that whole process for 30 days, you're going to have buyer's remorse. Of course. Should I do it? Should I do it? You know, so you need to think, right? So that's why things are, you know, they go in order. They go in order. You know, the option period for repairs, and then you actually get into, like you're talking about now, the appraisal part. Yes. Which is kind of summing up the, what the value of the home. Correct. That's important. Yeah, it is. Yes. Because the bank wants to make sure they are financing something that's worth being financed. Right. And you right do and you, want, and you want it too. You want yeah. to know because I don't want to buy a house for a hundred thousand and it's worth seventy two thousand. Right. And that's put a lot on me too as an agent of making sure we have the right comps in the area that are fairly close to what we're offering for the home. Correct. Now what if it was me for an agent to say, Oh yeah, you need to you need to go fifteen thousand dollars over and let's win this offer and let's let's win the house and then it appraises for Fifteen thousand dollars less, and then you're responsible for it. Then I'm responsible because I didn't do my job, right. my due diligence with communicating to my people what's the best offer that's going to stick. Exactly, that's going to get them to get the house and win. We're not going to just give you a crazy offer just to win. Right. Some I, people I, do. Some people and that's do. That's awful. Some people do, and as a, and those sellers agents out there, I really hope that you're 
you know, compliant enough to kind of see those type of situations. Do some work. You know, do, do your work, do your homework. You know what the house is worth. You know what it's valued at. You know what it's possibly going to be in a ballpark of appraising for. Right. I think a, a great agent is going to be somewhere within 2000 plus or minus or right on. Right, right. You know, yeah. so a lot of times when you see homes listed, they should be pretty much around comps unless right. you're just cuckoo. I know. For Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Puffs, for real. I know, right? We're so corny. (laughs) We just crack our own stuff up. Cocoa Puffs. And the the last one would be what? Wait, so let me tell them the the expense so so you'll have it in mind, right? So the expense for the appraisal is between $500 and $600, right? Mm -hmm. So this is an upfront fee, right? This is what you need to expect. You have to pay this. Yeah, so once you're out of contract, a week in the process, well, after five days after you yeah. come out of the option period, we're ordering an appraisal. Yes. It needs to be with the credit Fast card, debit card, uh, and something like that. And that that is deducted also is. from your down payment. So if you had to bring a thousand dollars to closing, you know, I'm using examples. Mm-hmm. If the appraisal is six hundred, then you only have to bring four hundred to closing. Of course. Remember, these are examples. I'm not telling you need to bring two hundred or a thousand dollars to closing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the last one is the inspection. We talked, we hit on that on one of our episodes, but let's talk about it a little bit again. Why is it important for an inspection? Inspection, just the home health of the home. You want to make sure you're not going to run into any crazy problems with the house. It's going to cost you more money. And also the bank's sitting there. Right. Like, hey, do we have a healthy home? Right. We don't want a home that has foundation problems. We don't want to finance that. Right. We want to finance houses with plumbing problems. We don't want to finance houses with roofing problems. Right. They want to make sure all of that stuff is done on the front side. Right. Before we get into appraisal side. Correct. So we don't. So the lender don't require the the uh, the inspection though. No. Yeah. So no. so so I always tell my clients because mm-hmm. after y'all especially tell them, if even if it's cash too, you know, if just, it's cash. Yeah, you yeah. want to do an inspection. Can't be as is. Because the uh-huh. thing is, is that it's kind of like um, when you purchase a house. If you buy it and you walk in your door and the roof caves in, you are still expected to pay that mortgage. Of course. So I always tell people, so like when you guys tell, hey, you need to do an inspection. So they call me like, June, you think I should pay, you know, the three to five hundred dollars for an yeah. inspection? I said, you know what? It's not required, but it's highly it's recommended. highly recommended. Yes. yes. So I would do it. So it's yes. up to you because if you want a hole in your roof and you're still paying the mortgage, it's on you. Right. And if you want, you know, a good friend of your family to come look at the house that's probably been doing it and you... You know, you're okay with that? Okay. Right. That, that's on your friend and right. you. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, the, I, I, do run in, I do run into some of those situations at some points, but, but you're right. Just talking to them about, you know, what, what value, what's important. You know, I have a little bit of an eye, but that's not for me. Right. That's not right. You know, right. that's, that, not, that's for not your me. specialty. That's not my specialty. <laughs> you know, yeah. people want me to give my opinion and I'm like, you know this is where professionals come. Right, exactly. Right. You're the professional and <laughs> yeah. the real estate part. Yeah, yeah. I'm the professional part in the lending. Let me write lending. this contract for you right yes, quick. Right, you can you do know? that. Yeah. yeah, 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 I can do that. <laughs> but someone that's been doing it for a year that's accredited by the uh, Better Business Bureau, you know, that belongs to certain organizations when it comes to, like, uh, doing inspections, someone that's been doing it for years, have great reviews, you know, take your time to look at, you know, those people that do inspections because they do it every day. And they know what's good and they know what's bad and they know what to recommend. Right. And you have an inspection guy. Oh, yeah. Been doing My it. man, Bert, is awesome. And how long has been, that Bert been doing? Is it man, Bert? Bert? Yeah, Bert. Okay. Yeah, Bert's been doing it for over 20 years. So he's veteran. very experienced. He's yes. very, very experienced. Yeah, and he has, a, he has a thorough, thorough, you know, eye to find these things. So. That's what you need. That's right. Shout out to Bert. Mm-hmm. All right. So 
these things, okay, because people think sometimes they can come in and you don't need no money for closing, even if you use down payment assistance. Right. So you always, and this is not to scare people, but this is just reality, mm -hmm. right? Because we want to set the right expectations, right? So you need, at the beginning, you need at least $3,000. Of course. Right, for all these things, the earnest money, the option money, the appraisal and inspection. So you need to have at least $3,000 in your bank account, right? Right. Uh, then you contact the lender, like myself, then right. I can kind of give you the steps to teach you and tell you exactly what you need but you need at least around three thousand dollars right they're, yes. then they're looking at closing cost and right you know what the bottom what the bottom end is going to be right for sure right um save your money for your down payment right so that's right. always i get people like that so what do i what do i do right mm -hmm. contact their lender and then we will go over the steps and i will teach you how to save and how much you need to save for that even like i said even I stress this, even when using a down payment system, because I get a lot of people that call me right. and they think that because they're using a the down payment assistance, that they don't need no money. No money at all. Yeah. Yeah. So the down payment system says it's going to cover your down payment, but it's not going to cover everything. You have to have some type have of scheme in the game. Yes. 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 So a lot of times they just kind of want to see what that number may be. Right. And then when you talk about budgeting for them to save for that, then they can kind of get somewhat of a timeline. Right. Of what it looks like. Correct. Okay. Yes. Awesome. And then also to, uh, so we're going to talk about un understanding your credit, right? Okay. Uh, qualify for a home loan. That's important, right? Credit is important. It doesn't have to be like the best credit or rating. Stellar. Right? You just yeah, have right. to, you have some kind of history of credit. History of credit. Right. And so, of course, I'm not a credit expert. Me but either. I do help you and I'll tell you some steps to be able to improve your credit. So that's the reason why preparation is the, the key, right? Right. So even if you're not ready right now, like you haven't prepared yourself, you know, call uh, myself and then I'll get you in the right steps and then I'll introduce you to Larry. Right. And so Larry could kind of send you what you send us like them emails of yeah, the of houses course. that they want. Yeah. And then when you're ready, then Larry can take you out to go see a house. Right. It gives you time. It keeps you motivated. And then, you know, oh, I need to save. Okay, so when you're seeing those houses pop up, you see one you like, you're like, man, I, I, maybe I want to save a little bit more this month because it, I'm starting to see a lot pop up right now. Right. So it good. definitely can motivate you. It definitely can motivate you. And speaking of, you said, you know, some some good tips. Like what would be like if you said your top three tips of like for credit, mm -hmm. what, what would that be? So I hate to, because I'm not a credit expert, so yeah, I yeah. have to mention that again, yeah, of right? So, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, I'm going to put you on the spot it. over right. here. June said, said these are her top three. So these are but, my top but you three. See this, but you see these a lot, and I'm pretty sure there's some that just, okay, this is this is it. Right. You know, this is what I see a lot. So I hate to tell people the one thing, right, mm -hmm. but no 30-day late payments in the last year. Okay. That affects your credit. So you can be 17 days late, 20 days late. And I hate to tell people that, right? Because then, mm -hmm. then you'll get in a pattern of yeah, being yeah. seven. It's, oh, you should always get a pattern of paying your bill on time, right? right. But life happens. So mm -hmm. if you can't pay it, right? Because the, with the the credit report looks at it looks like a 30-day history right so even if you're 15 days late or 16 days late you're not considered late mm -hmm. but you're really late so i want you to get in your mind that you're still late so yep. no 30-day late payments right. right and then overusing on your credit cards right mm -hmm. say you have a 500 dollars limit on your credit card right and you spend 500 of it every month but you pay it off well, the credit report has already hit that you owe the 500. They can't really see that you paid it off. Right. So if you have, you want to keep using, I'm not a credit expert, but yeah. usually just seeing the credit report, you want to stay around 25%. So if you have a $500 mm -hmm. limit, you don't want to spend more than 125 a month, even though you pay it off every month. Yeah. So that's super important. Yeah. That's one thing I learned is, um, you know, credit cards, they all have a different, you know, algorithm or like a heartbeat and how they like to be, you know, 
used. Right. So, you know, you mentioned one, you know, 25%. You know, you may have one card, credit card that likes 15%. Right. You may have one that likes 10%. Yes. It's really up to you as a consumer to find out where it likes to be. Right. But don't exceed over the 25. But don't exceed over the 25. Right. Yeah. You just have to find out where it likes to be because I know I even had like one credit card at one point that was... At fifteen percent, well, it didn't like it. It didn't like fifteen percent. Well, then I, no, but but it liked ten. Okay. So I was like, okay, let me figure this out. You right, know, you know, right. I lost I lost some points. Right. Based on being at fifteen, so, uh, you know, talk to your creditors about you know the algorithms of your cards and what's healthy, and I think that could really help them out too, is understanding how that works. Right. And uh, that, like you said, those thirty day payments in most cases that 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 hurt your score for an entire year. It will sometimes two years. Yeah, two years for over for ninety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we need to get somebody that's a credit specialist on we here do. to throw some, some myths. Yes, because there is definitely, and I, I, there's definitely a lot of myths when it comes to like credit. Yes, and I know it's it depends on where you are, scale, right. score, and mm-hmm. how things are affected. But if you know, for a really good palate, that's you know, that's kind of like the gauge that I always kind of went off of. Thirty is a year. You know, 90 is two, you know, I'm right. like, okay, I don't want to get in those situations because I see where that's at. You right. Know? So, and then also to just knowing, like keeping updated with your credit. Yep. So go to the free sites, like, um, was it credit Sesame? Mm-hmm. Credit Karma. Yep. Now those are not your real credit scores, right? So don't yeah. call me and say, well, June Credit Karma said my credit score is 700. Yeah. That's not your true, but it kind of tells you what's going on there as collections. It kind of gives you an idea yeah. on what you're, so knowing. So, and it gives you weekly updates. Yeah. And some so, people have the uh, myfico.com.com. Uh, yes. And that if you want to pay, you know, 20 to 30 bucks a month to have it monitored, it's actually a really good thing to have. Yes. Uh, Especially for, you know, cybersecurity stuff. I and mean, people, all, you know, people trying to steal your identities and things of that mm-hmm. nature. So if you want to have a, a really, and it's good for people that are going through the process of mm-hmm. trying to strengthen their credit to right. get in the home, it's good to be monitored right. on a situation that you can see it at a hard, you know, credit score rather right. than something soft. Right. Because sometimes soft is, you know, off on points or whatever. Right. But if you get a hard score, that doesn't affect you by looking at it. Yes. Some of those situations you have to pay for mostly. Right. You know, and it's okay to invest in that because you're trying to invest in yourself. Right. Right. Which is, which is great. Right. So just knowing your credit. Right. Right. So, you know, so that's, so that's the biggest thing is saving up for your, your down payment and then also understanding your credit. Right. Um, and so, um, also to, um, we're going to talk about, uh, episode eight, Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So episode eight, I think that uh, we're going to try to have like some people that are maybe specialized in credit or something. So right. we're going to come up with something. Some myths. Yes. We got we to sit down and just really, you know, if you guys have questions leading up to the next episode eight about credit, feel free to reach us out. Real Estate Podcast on Facebook and um, Real Estate After Dark on Instagram. Yes. Because I believe that you guys having these questions, these are the things that you really want to know. And I have, I'll I have questions myself. Me too. Even <laughs> you know? though I look at it and see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have questions myself, but we want you guys to, you know, to interact with us and let us know what's important to you and what you would like to know. So I think that'd be awesome to do. Right. right. Absolutely. So we can just kind of have, so we can kind of uh, reach you on. And so that way, yeah. and also to one of the things that would, don't be nervous about right. this process. I know a lot of people, I've, 
talk to people and they like, oh, I don't know if I qualify, and they qualify. Yeah. Or they're just so close. So don't be nervous. Even if you don't qualify, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to help you get to the steps, so don't be nervous. You'll be surprised, you know, making one or two different changes or just making one payment here, right. what it will do for you. I yes. mean, you just be surprised. Yeah. I mean, one thing drops off. Yes. Hey, pay $200 on this. Yes. And and then they'll they'll start working with you, giving you estimates of where your score would like to like to be. Absolutely. You know, so I mean, some people are just not so far off. So yes. be excited about going through the process. Don't think it's like, oh man, it's the elephant in the room for me. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's June. A, it's a good I feeling. don't know. I know, right? <laughs> like Scooby, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's an excitement though. You 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 know, yeah. a sense of home ownership and everything. So yeah, so we're going to episode eight. Um, it's gonna be a surprise because we want to uh surprise you all right. and tell you everything and other than that, knowing your credit, knowing where you are, knowing your status, right? And right. so contacting the professionals, uh, myself, June, as a lender, and Larry as the realtor. And, that is right. And how can I reach us again? Well, you can reach me at 1-833-224-8227. Perfect. And then you can reach me at 469-432-2834. Uh, All right. Other than that, it was great, guys. Blessings. Blessings. Thank you very much. So kind of, should I read, or should I own, escrow, 